0: Welcome to Whiskey Wobble Sportscast. We're your host, Chop. Gator. Blake. Chris. <laughs> all right, and so.
1: <laughs> and sports ball is dead, right? We, yeah. Because of coronavirus, uh, sports ball caught coronavirus, and now it's all dead?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, pigskin can get it.
1: No, sports got the balls, except the sport with the most balls. But yeah, one sport decided to uh, say "fuck that" and open it back up.
2: So let's talk UFC. Hell yeah! What's up UFC? So uh,
1: today, today is what Thursday the fourteenth. So there was fights last night, and there was fights last weekend.
3: And by and the time you hear this, there will have been fights again because there's fights on Saturday also.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So let's start with uh, let's start hey, with man. the fights last weekend. Um, dude, how good did it feel? To get out of the house and go somewhere and watch fights and barbecue and shit,
2: dude. Nothing yeah. like it, man. Nothing like it.
1: If if you're still on this, we have to stay quarantined all the time. Bandwagon, uh, you know. Fuck you. You do that. We're gonna we're gonna go watch fights. That's what we're gonna do.
2: Yeah, can't do it, man. So, <clears throat> uh, some <clears throat>
1: some big names at the top of that card. We had uh, Justin Gaethje fight Tony Ferguson. We had uh, Henry Cejudo, Dominic Cruz. Um, Nagano, let's start at the bottom of the main card. Um, Greg Hardy fought Jorgen DeCastro, uh, heavyweight bout. They fucking slugged it out. Y'all remember that one? Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty, pretty easy to see where that one went. I think Greg, didn't Greg Hardy used to play football? Didn't he play for the Cowboys and he got fired for like beating a woman or something? I think so. Maybe it was the Texans? Maybe. I don't, honestly, I don't remember. I don't know. But yeah, he's got a shady past for sure. But apparently DeCastro's woman because he got beat by fucking Greg Hardy God pretty damn, hard. Dude, yeah. Uh Jeremy Stevens came in, battled his heart out, just like always. Um I think Calvin Qatar is someone to watch because uh he ended up taking that fight.
2: Yeah, he made some work, man. <clears throat>
1: now, this is this is the fight that I really wanted to talk about, and this is where we'll really start getting into it. Uh Francis Naganu against Rosenstroik Two giant beasts of men, right? Like these guys, remember in remember in uh, Sin City when he's talking about Marv and he's like, this guy would be perfectly at home swinging a battle axe into someone's face in an ancient coliseum. Yeah, that's yeah. that's both these guys. Yeah, dude. Like both of these guys are are just Goliaths.
3: So on the same on the same thread there, um, last night there was uh, Ben Rothwell and uh, OSP Saint Prue, two giant dudes. Uh, Rothwell former former title holder
2: also yeah uh, but let's rewind and talk about Nganu. They, it, it,
3: it was a what, I, what this is what i'm getting at it was a similar fight and what i'm thinking for their
1: next fights is putting Nganu
3: in the ring with ben
1: rothwell so yeah the, so the ben uh yeah, hold on. And, but naganu and Rosenstroik, um it was like it was like at any given moment either one of them could have knocked the other one out until Naganu just completely ran away with it and destroyed him. It's like just steamrolled the fuck out of him, dude. Yeah. Just swinging, uh, dude. That replay with him just watching heavyweights. Ugh, heavyweights is fun, isn't it? Like, oh yeah, like, <clears throat> those guys are so dangerous and scary. Yeah, they. Yeah, uh, and and I'm with you. I, I I didn't see the fights last night, but uh, yeah, I think I we yeah. you know where we're going there. Yeah, dude. Um. The okay, setup. so let's before though before we get into last night's fights, let's wrap this one up uh henry cejudo Dominic Cruz. that was a good mm. fight that was a great fight um henry cejudo is the champ champ right he mm-hmm. came up a weight class at this point he's defended uh he's defended the belt and he's pretty much cleared it out right like he's he's i guess he's dominated both weight classes and not just and, and even made defenses so he's not just like oh i i happen, you know he's not mass Sarah, oh i knocked out uh george st pierre he's yeah. like no i deserve to be here even though i'm smaller than these guys oh and that was the thing is he's fighting a bigger person in dominic cruz yeah. yeah well and
3: dude i gotta say though i was also impressed with dominic cruz it wasn't like dominic cruz showed up and had an off night like he was on he looked really good triple c just beat him yeah he you did, know? yeah he looked really good
1: so uh yeah henry cejudo is an is an amazing fighter and uh really unexpected after he beat dominic cruz he announced his retirement he's full of shit yeah and that's kind of what i thought that was my take a little bit because in the post fight uh he said something like um they know what it what it'll take to get me back like they know my number Mm -hmm. and then you saw him kind of like crawfish in his brain a little bit and was like no no no. i've I've been paid handsomely i'm done and it's like okay he's he's begging for a you know
2: he wants a payday yeah he wants a big
1: payday which i mean He might deserve one. He might. But you got to draw in people. Like, that's... Yeah.
2: People got to want to see you fight. That's how you make money
1: at it. And, you know, it sucks, but people don't pay as much to watch those little dudes fight. Yeah. They just don't. Yeah. It doesn't take anything away from their talent. It's just... No, a lot of times they're they're quite a bit more talented. Just like we're sitting here talking about how Nagano-Rosenstreik was such a cool fight, even though those guys are not... Maybe not as talented as Henry Cejudo. Yeah. They're just bigger and scarier and more powerful you yep, know yep so it's it's got that it's it's easier to be entertaining how about that yeah no it's it doesn't sure. necessarily mean that they're more entertaining because we've seen lots of boring heavyweight fights yeah but uh it's easier to be entertaining like those guys swing a little bit and mm-hmm. you're like oh this is a great fight and meanwhile the little guys just like beat the fuck out of each other and you're like yeah eh, you yeah. not a knockout i'm kind of
2: yeah exactly you're really gonna see a knockout in those lower weight classes those upper weight classes though it's knockout you know, central. You just wait for him to happen.
1: And you know, if Henry Cejudo does retire, like actually retire and do like he says he's going to do, I think that's kind of cool. Uh, going going back to what you were talking about, um, yeah. I my you know my favorite fighters have been in in this order: Chuck Liddell, and then uh, Forrest Griffin, and then Cowboy. Like, I mean, kind of one takes the torch and then the next one. You know? Yeah. Um, Dude, I've been. Cowboy's still my favorite fighter. He still is, and and he fought admirably. Um, I kind of felt like he won, but I haven't gone back and like counted or gotten serious about it. But my bias, at least watching it, I was like, oh, he'll he'll get it, he'll squeak it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't. And then you know, at the end of the day, it's like you put it in the the judges score you know scorecards. You can't you can't get mad if it doesn't go your way.
2: Yep. It really says a lot too about how good McGregor was against him. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. He won yeah, the whole, sure. whole fight. So I uh, I want to wh- – where I was going with that is I, I want Cerrone – I want the cowboy to ride off into the sunset. You know what I mean? Like I want yeah. Cerrone to be done. I don't want to watch him get fucking beat 20 more times like Chuck Liddell. You know? Yeah.
3: BJ Penn.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So if Shit. Henry Cejudo can do what he says he's going to do and he can swallow his pride and be like, no, nah, I'm done. I did what I came out here to do. Dude, motherfucker's a gold medalist. Like – yeah. I, he's got nothing left to prove. He's cleared out two divisions. Uh, the only thing he wants is a big payday. And other than that, he's already achieved, you know? Yeah. So I'd kind of I'd kind of like to see him like actually be done and be like, oh, I'm just going to retire at the top of my game. So I, I didn't, think that's
3: cool. I didn't realize. I've seen him. Obviously, I've seen a number of his fights at this point.
1: But I, I
3: never really noticed. He didn't come off as such a douchebag as he did this time in particular to me. Yeah, he had some Conor McGregor level douchebag shit going on leading up to this fight.
1: That's And then he throws a comment out there about, you know, how much I want to get paid to come back or whatever he said. I, that's not verbatim. Yeah. But maybe that's what he was going for. Maybe he was going for the, the you know, hey, look at me like peacocking thing so that he could get that payday that he thinks he deserves. And he, and he might. So a couple of
3: things that I took away from it is one, I didn't realize how much I don't like Triple C. I don't like him as a fighter, as a person, I don't think. Um and then also I had the the reverse effect with gaethy Um mm. I was really impressed with him and and his attitude and all, you know, like I like him more than uh more than I thought I would.
0: So remind me isn't Gaethi the guy that got flying need No. no. Or am I thinking of somebody That's else? That's Ben Askren you're thinking of. I'm thinking yeah. of Ben Askren. Okay. Uh Different weight class. Well, same weight class, yeah.
1: But it does take us right into the the main event of the evening, right? Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje, and um, this fight happened because Khabib got got held up in Durkestan or wherever the fuck, and uh, is, is it Kazakhstan? Is that weird? I, I, Turkmenistan, it's uh, one of those stands. Yeah, he got held up in his home country. Well, because apparently his dad's like on his deathbed right now. Well, so that's what? that's happened yeah. since that's happened since then. Does he have COVID? Um, no so so probably (laughs) so he got held up he couldn't leave the country and so they scrambled to try and find a replacement fight and before this fight happened i was like dude if if gaethje beats ferguson which no one thought he would if gaethje beats ferguson it's gonna fuck the whole thing up like because everybody wants the ferguson khabib fight um that's off the table you know uh conor mcgregor doesn't really matter but now all of a sudden he's relevant again. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing is is flipped on its head. Um, and there was a little bit of contention after the fights. I don't know, Chris Gator, if y'all remember. After we watched the fights, arguing about where it goes from here. Yeah, uh, there were
2: some bets made that night, dudes.
1: It's got to be Gaethje McGregor. It's got to be. Yeah, and and you know they put the they put the interim belt which. By the way, that interim belt just seemed like a slap in the face to to Khabib, right? Like mm-hmm. that that was just a way to get under his skin and be like, "Hey, fuck you for not showing up," you know?
2: Yeah, Which we're going I on without
1: you. We I should.
3: I honestly I wanted I wanted to just be the fine then let the fight Khabib. Like, let's put them in the ring together. I want to see that matchup. I know that's, that's what people be
1: a really good matchup. I know that's what people want, but. Conor McGregor draws huge numbers. Um he'd be easy to sell in a COVID type world where you can't have a giant crowd there. So you're going to make your money. And Gaethje will probably piece him up. And and if that happens it's it I don't know. It stays interesting. Um honestly that's what I think will happen. But it, it, why why would you send Gaethje straight up to fight Khabib if you could get that payday first and then send Gaethje up and fight Khabib. And if he doesn't if he loses then you've got a Conor Khabib rematch right which will sell also or yes. you could save that one for later and you know what i'm saying like yeah the 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 fight is already in your pocket now you're going to use it you're going to play it in the right order you have to yes so Ferguson's fucking out right he's fucking out
2: he's done dude that, they, it's, there's no way for him to go anymore I'd like
1: to see Diaz take another crack at him yeah that could be fun they're kind of built the same they fight weird too mhm uh so, Gaethje goes and fights Connor. It's a huge super fight for the interim belt, which, by the way, he, they slapped that uh, interim belt on him, and he took it off and threw, threw it, on it on the ground. The ground. The that was the fight. one thing I didn't like about him, is that he did that. Well, he said, fuck that. I want the real one. Yeah. And that was kind of his way of, I think he had already <laughs> thought about this, right? Like, if I win, they're going to give me Connor. They're not going to give me Khabib. My argument to that is, because I think he, that's what he meant by throwing the belt on the ground. My argument to that is they're gonna they're gonna throw a number out in front of him, and it's a number bigger than any number he's ever seen before to fight Connor. Probably more than he'll get paid to fight Khabib. So once they throw that number out there, dude, he's gonna take the fight. Like he's going to.
2: And for the fans, dude, that's 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 a cool fight. Right? They're both strikers. They're both strikers. Yep. It's a cool fight. It's not like Connor said in his Twitter rant about another man hugging a guy's legs. You know, like it's yeah. none of that it's Dude, but gaethy is a,
3: a fighter at heart like the only thing that i could think of the only other fighter in, that i could think of that is on his level of enjoys to fight that much would be like clay Guida. Yeah, yeah he just he brawler. likes the fight he likes just to fight. he just like Clay Lita used to just come in the cage like just like he couldn't wait it was like he yeah. was waiting in line for the most badass roller coaster or something yeah you know? ready to go and Gaithy totally has that same poise like yeah. he he wants to be in there like he wants to fight like um yeah it's what does it for
1: him more than more than the belts more than the money more than the winning and his coaches will i mean because they want to get paid too right like mm-hmm. his coaches will be like dude it's how good is that gonna look how much how good is that gonna feel to beat connor you know and i think they'll sell him on it i don't think it's
0: gonna be a hard sell at all
2: yeah no he'll take it
1: i remember no nah, i just don't want it to go
3: that way
0: I remember uh, watching Keith Jardine, and he looked like whenever he entered the ring, he was just ready to like, mm-hmm. like yeah, eat dude. somebody's flesh or something. Like, yep. He was the craziest looking motherfucker. Yeah, dude.
2: His whole build, like his beard, mm-hmm. shaved head. He was so creepy looking. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, right. I, I want to see. I want to see Gaethi Khabib though, just because Khabib's a little more like get you down on the ground and ground and pound style. And but I think that Gaithi might have good enough uh, takedown defense to to curb it. And if he can keep him standing, he's going to beat up Khabib.
2: Yeah, I'm afraid too. If like if it is Connor and Gaethje, and Connor wins, it's just going to be another lame Connor Khabib fight, you know?
3: Well, and after watching what happened to Ferguson in the Gaethje fight, like I honestly, like I mean, sure, I mean, I'll watch, I'll watch Khabib beat the shit out of Ferguson too. But I think yeah. that's how it's going to go.
0: I think. Uh, it, I, there is a weird dynamic where I think certain fighters are better equipped to deal certain fighters than other Oh ones. yeah. For sure. And that's where we get the the like love triangles of um, who was it? Like Holly Holm, uh, Amanda Nunes and uh, No, nobody's yeah. nobody beat
1: Amanda I Nunez. It was Holly Holm, Holm Ronda Rousey, Rousey and, Ronda Rousey,
0: yeah. Um, somebody else. Yeah, I thought there was someone else. There, there was is, a, third. a third one and they, like one beat the other, but that one beat another one and then that person beat the first one. mm
1: mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, let's roll into last night's fights. And I didn't watch this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have it pulled up on my phone so I can see so, like, who won.
3: I did watch them last night's fights. Yeah. I watched both fights. I watched the fights on Saturday and, and last night's. And I got to say that the cards were on par with each other. The fights were very similar in a lot of ways. Um, even, I mean, from, we'll start the other way. We'll start at the top on this one. <clears throat> so the main, the main fight was, uh, Tashera and Smith, um, Smith looks like a mean fighting machine, and uh, he basically got beat down for five rounds by Teixeira, like to the level of the the, um, Ferguson fight, Um, probably worse. So after the second round, he went back to his corner um, and took his mouthpiece out, and his teeth fell on the ground, and he said, my teeth are falling out. His coach like picked him up and put him in his pocket and then was like, you need to pay attention and do better. (laughs) Like, dude, he's about to die. And he fucking hung in there for another like seven and a half minutes. Like it it made it into the fifth
1: round. Um, Yeah. And his like name, I guess, is Lionheart. And people were all over Twitter being like, yeah, dude, yeah, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. You deserve that name he didn't quit he, he kept fighting he got his teeth knocked out he kept fighting. he didn't quit dude yeah reminds he,
0: me that uh he was the fighter that broke his hand
1: uriah faber broke his hand one with his elbows yeah one time. yeah
0: that's one yeah
1: <laughs> uh yeah, yeah well this story wasn't quite so triumphant he got his teeth knocked out and then kept getting his ass kicked <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but uh but he. i mean motherfucker's tough and he stayed in there it It, no like dude they were talking
3: about it should be called like halfway through the second round and this thing went to five rounds and
1: it didn't get any better for him the whole time like he got demolished and anthony smith anthony smith uh held his own against bones jones yeah he's Mm -hmm. a tough motherfucker dude so my mind immediately goes okay what's up with Tashera
3: jones so Tashera has won six of his last seven (laughs) <laughs> um, and he's on the rise. He's making it. He's making a play for it at forty years old. He's making wow. a play for it.
0: Didn't John Jones just like have another test from God or something? <laughs> Where he he uh, I think he went to jail. Yeah, his Dewey <laughs> didn't he, Yeah, didn't he like crash another car drunk, and knock cocaine or something?
2: Beat up a hooker and shit. Yeah, God throws a lot of
1: those hurdles in front of him, doesn't he? Yeah. Look what God just did to us, man. I know. <laughs> Fucking
2: God damn it.
0: No, that Dude, for, that I for sure, I hope just sticks cause... to
3: it. Be like, I, man, come on, just Charlie Sheen it up, bro. Yeah. Just straight up, like own it. It is what it is. I'm this person. I'm
0: a fucked up person, and own it. It's good for fans. That for sure happened because I remember the memes about like, well, at least something stayed the same in 2020. And... <laughs> <laughs> Hell
2: yeah, yeah. So Thanks,
0: Glover to share is going to make a title run. He might have two, two
1: or more fights in front of him before he gets there, but he's uh, he's on the road to it. So I also saw a tweet that uh, John Jones John Jones said something about Oven St. Peru, and I guess he, he kind of relates to him, or at least in his style of fighting, mm-hmm. and the tweet was something along the lines of, like, I kept imagining myself as a heavyweight, because Ovens St. Peru is, is I saw that. my size, but he's gotten bigger to fight heavyweight, and he fights like me. Yeah, and, and, and Rothwell walked walk through him it does make me maybe okay maybe that's him being like I, i'm not moving up to heavyweight which is what he's always said
3: yeah I and mean, i don't think he will i think that's what he was saying is like this is why i'm not moving up to heavyweight is is because of that rothwell's a beast dude that dude he's he's a beast i would like to see john jones like flex a little bit though like ben rothwell's 40 never mind glover to is 37 i had that backwards are you sure? Yeah, Ben Rothwell's the one. He's one of like two or three fighters that's won four fights over the age of 40.
1: No, Teixeira's the old motherfucker. No,
3: Teixeira's 38, and then uh, Anthony Smith is 37. Huh.
0: Eh, they're all old motherfuckers in my book.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, no, Ben Rothwell's the one that's that's making a, a play for it. So who else fought last night?
1: We got Ben Rothwell over in St. Peru, and we got uh, so Teixeira. So
3: another one that really, really impressed me was Drew Dober. Um this is somebody. I guess he's been around. He has a pretty huge record. I don't think he's fought too much in the UFC though, but um, he's uh, he's training with Justin Gaithy and man, <clears throat> they, they look the same in the ring. What weight class is he? He's a beast. He's in a uh, lightweight,
1: so one fifty five, right? Yeah. Man, a lot of a lot of weird directions that, that it can go right now. There's a lot of potential. Um, I'm really glad that UFC. Was like, fuck it. Like, let's do it. Yeah, dude. And basically, they all they had to do was find a venue, right? That was like, fuck it also. And they found it in Florida. Florida's like, fuck it. We don't care. We want to make money.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: So, um, uh, we still got meth gators we got to pay for. <laughs>
3: <laughs> last fight worth touching. Well, I mean, there was obviously some great ones in, in the prelims and whatnot. But the uh, last major one to touch on in that in last night's card is Arvlotsky and, and Linz. Philippe
1: Lins. can you believe arlovsky is still fighting someone asked me Damn, uh what was I the first ufc earlier. you watched and i remember like it was like arlovsky and and like paul Buontello or something crazy. i mean it was so long ago fuck like arlovsky's been around as long as i've been watching ufc I how think.
2: old is he now uh i don't know how old he is 40 38
1: did he get his shit pushed in
3: andre Olovsky won fuck wow he beat Philippe Lenz. He was stronger and younger. And Arlovsky just did what he does, man. He kinda got beat up through the through the first round and then just kinda took it from there. Uh and and ran with it. That's crazy. It went all three rounds. That's a bunch of
1: old timers on that card, huh? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. Yeah, it was a cool card. It was a cool card. All like I said, all the fights were good. Um who do we got coming up?
1: What do we got coming up? Uh, uh it's uh Overeem, Overeem. right? God, mm-hmm. I'm so sick of Overeem. Fuck. That motherfucker.
3: Overeem's beat a lot of really infamous people, though. He's lately? also scary. <laughs>
0: hmm? Lately? Because I'm pretty sure every time I've seen him fight lately, he'll get knocked out. Yeah.
3: No, so uh, what I think is happening and what it looks like to me is they're feeding Overeem to Walt Harris. Um, basically, Walt Harris's daughter died got murdered like last year or something oh, and she was missing oh, yeah. for like a long period of time and so he had to take like a year and a half off and uh and basically this is his first fight back and i think he's going to rip
1: over him in half <laughs> he's got a little bit of uh pent-up dad rage
3: oh, yeah probably just man. a bit. Yeah. i
2: remember all that when they were looking for her and they found her she was like kidnapped from a gas station or something mm-hmm Fuck, she's like 19 16 oh God, or something seems,
1: yeah who else is on that card um anybody
3: good we got some girls angela hill and claudia Godella. Mm-hmm. barboza is fighting oh he's good um other than that not really
1: it's that motherfucker that kicks so hard
3: Let's see what's on the prelims matt brown's fighting in the prelims
1: so a lot of yeah so a lot of good potential and you know what i think chris you made this point earlier today when we were talking on the phone uh, I think what's happening is we went so long without having fights that now they're just all like stacked up on yeah. top of each other. So they can they can stack these cards with just badass fight after badass fight. And you know, yes, also I as a as a fan, I feel like they kind of owe us a little bit, you know. Uh, so I'm
2: all right with it. I I think yeah, let's let's do some badass cards. Yeah, I'm all about this, dude. I'm so glad they turned it back on and they're doing it. It's cool. It's 85% of the way there. There's no crowd, but it's still cool.
1: Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. That's definitely a factor. So we were watching it, and (laughs) and all of us were like, dude, this is kind of weird watching. And, and, you know, we've watched The Ultimate Fighter and and some other uh, events where it's like there's no crowd. And you can kind of get used to that. But the post-fight interview is where it's really, like... When jarring they, when they win and they're all hype and it's just like four dudes typing
3: a ring and nobody else around them it changes uh-huh. the whole dynamic
1: so we ended up uh one of the guys uh fuck you rob one of the guys that was watching <laughs> the fights with us uh just kind of jokingly found a uh like crowd cheers and screams and stuff like like a 10 hour repeat his, yeah. yeah on his phone and he started playing it and we were we all kind of laughed or whatever and it went to commercial and he turned it off well then it came back and we were like okay this is weird turn the fucking cheers back <laughs> on and he dude we set his phone right underneath the tv and it, it honestly makes
2: it better no quiet volume but it was nice yeah
0: i saw a uh thing like, i think it was yesterday or today that i think fox sports is about to start putting crowd noises like they're gonna edit it in into like all their sporting events now
1: good they need to black but out dude,
0: the, just
3: black out the stand so you can't hardly tell and then edit in the noise and it's Damn,
1: we're getting it. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. Ugh, so weird, dude. Then you just fire all the athletes and use computer-generated athletes. (laughs) Yeah, now we're playing video games.
2: Yeah, yeah. now it's cool.
1: All right, guys, the Whiskey and Whiskers website's up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. If you'd like to support the show, there's a link to our Patreon account with pledges starting at just $1. Uh, Whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. You can also find links to the show no matter how you choose to listen. Uh, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean... Uh, and there's live feeds to our social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Again, that's whiskbywispodcast dot com. And we'll see you next week.